What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 90 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I honestly thought that we would get bored of this by now. I did. But now it's the highlight of my week. There you go. And uh, I am your host and mayor of Snacksville, Alex Arona. Uh, I feel like I do a pretty good job of uh, keeping this shit ship alive. Uh, and then uh, with me this week, as always, is your number one snackser, Joel DeWitt. How many bug snacks, Joel? I've been able to sink my teeth into this one, Alex. I uh, ate a raspberry, and uh, now my nose is a raspberry. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up. But... Okay. That's cool. It's cool, cool. Now, uh, get ready for the puns. Also with us is Snackspert Eric Grumpet Grumpus Gettinger. I almost called him Grumpass, but it's Grumpus Gettinger. Sup, Grumpus? Uh, can we use that? I feel like we shouldn't. Can't I just be Getty again? Nope, you're a Grumpus. It fits your demeanor. <laughs> I am on fire right now. No surprise here, folks. We're talking about bug snacks uh, in early adopters. Also, we're getting funky fresh there. Uh, sitting down with the news for some updates, then running into the backlog blog to get our cyberpunk fix in. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and funky fresh games about eating and body horror. Legit body horror. Uh, let's start with uh, the elephant in the room. Let's talk about bug snacks. Now, uh, I want to start the conversation with saying, what's your favorite bug snacks? Getty. Oh, uh, the praying mantis that's also a taco, a chimichunga, and Doritos. <laughs> what was it called? Uh, I don't remember. I just remember blowing him up a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, they blew up a bunch. How about you, Joel? I, I know it's probably a, a cheap answer, but Bunder. Bunder oh, is by far that's a my good favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the whole way he does, like, he sees and he goes, Bunder? And then as he walks around, bunder, 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 bunder. And then he bops you, and then you see all the smiley faces. The emojis to show the emotion of yeah. all these bud snacks is perfect. Like that, that is the perfect kind of mood for visually, aesthetically, what this game's going for. Yeah, he was. They were pumped, especially Bun- Bunker. Whenever he'd ram you, he wasn't like mad. He was always pretty pumped to see you. Yeah, yeah, he was very happy to bump you. I like uh, the sandwich. The sandwich worm. Which oh, one? Oh, okay, okay. Um, the one that was a wrap, like a lettuce wrap. No, there's a, a sub sandwich. There's one, a right? there's a there's um, a wrap one that's a worm, but then there's the sub sandwich that's just going and going and going. Sandipede. 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 Sando. Sandopede. Crushing the sandos. Okay, so now I'm gonna go along with that and say favorite Grumpus. Getty. Oh, probably Philbo. Philbo? He's just so happy-go-lucky. I feel yeah. like nothing could get him down. Even when everybody else was, like, really giving him a hard time, he was like, well, we're going to get through this. And he always wanted to throw parties. I really appreciated that about him. Especially mm-hmm. dance parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been known to attend <laughs> a, a dance party or two. One. Ever. The way he dances is wonderful. He's just he's swaying back and forth, and his arms are moving along, and it's just like he has no bones in his body whatsoever. How about you, Joel? Who's your favorite Grumpus? Uh, you know, I can't remember half their names. Uh, the the sort of gossip girl for some reason I found really fun. Uh, I mean, obviously she was like a, a a nosy little Grumpus, but uh, her demeanor and whole the whole like being besties kind of thing was kind of funny. Uh, and the conspiracy theorist. I like how when I he thought... talked, he would start. It started saying redacted. Yes, yeah, that that was definitely the highlight. <laughs> oh, I'll interview you, redact me, and redacted. Which he was. <laughs> it was. It was actually like a sound effect because you could hear him talking behind the redacted. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, he, there's all sorts of special things with that character, but like all of the Grumpuses have a very distinct personality, and, and they all have a history with each other that really adds to the whole world. Like, yeah. Another one I liked was the, uh, the one that sounded like Danny DeVito. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sort of sleazeball that <laughs> is trying to make a quick buck every off of everyone. So that was uh, Cromdo. Cromdo. 
Yeah, Crondo is my spirit grumpus. I pulled it up so that I feel smarter. So Befica <laughs> was the gossip girl, mm-hmm, and then uh, mm-hmm. the what was it? Grumpinati guy was Snorby. Yeah, <laughs> Snorby. Now, now, Getty, give me the name of my favorite guy, the bro. Uh, that was. Let's see if I could find him on here. Something with low or do. Chandlo. 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 I texted Getty at like eleven o'clock at night. I'm lifting your crib, dog. <laughs> yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. I think. I, I think what I liked about Bug Snacks was that everyone pretty much committed to the bit. It their the voice acting was solid top to bottom, and it felt it felt like a world that I kind of understood. And I also just just to get ahead of myself, I could see a very like Jurassic Park two. Was it was was that Jurassic Park or Jurassic World? I mean. I think it's Jurassic World. It's I been so long. <laughs> yeah, the one you know, the one was like Jeff Goldblum's daughter. But that's yeah. what I would see as a sequel to this. Somehow, people have gone back to the island, or yeah, they have, they have to go back to the island for some reason, or it gets to the mainland. Bring mm-hmm. the bugs next. Well, I mean, I, I guess I won't uh, go straight to the end here. But uh, you know, all the what makes it work is that all the characters feel really sincere. Like they've, they've all got their silly personalities, their quirks, their uh, prejudices against each other, depending on how their experiences were. But they all seem to be sort of honest in their portrayal. You know, they seem like they're they're very straightforward. Yeah, the way that everybody interacted, the what's his name, Wombus, Wamb- Wambus, Wambus. <laughs> yeah, Wambus and his wife are on the rocks. Triffany and uh, yeah, like he won't go and visit her but he also is like extra mad because he wants to grow his sauces I <laughs> so I made a point to make it through as many actually all of the side missions it took quite a while uh, but I think my one of my favorites was finding the bug snacks to plant in Wambus's garden yeah. because mm-hmm. you knew it wasn't going to work nope but you did it anyway yeah, <laughs> I mean, if he put a he made a cactus version of his wife, you know, it's like you know you want to help the guy. That's love, out. man. Yeah, you believe in them. You know, that's kind of how I felt that with with Chanlo. That's what you're doing is you're collecting bug snacks and giving him specific ones just because he wants to be physically fit. He wants to get better. He wants to you know, he wants to improve the like he wants to be the sheer perfection of of Grumpus's you know. I, guess I don't know, man. Did you check the calorie count on those bug snacks? They are off the charts. Wait, really? But he's Did working it off, counts? Yeah, you go into the menu to look at the bug snacks, and it has a calorie count for them. Oh, but he's working I... it hard. He's mm. working it hard, man. He's 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 you know doing the moves. He's hitting the cardio. He's doing the full. Top to I mean, I, I did that side mission, the one where you have to drop the weights on him as he's running through town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Mm. He's doing the so work. So how long? How long did you guys shoot basketballs in that section? Uh, four or five minutes. Okay. okay. Was there a but shooting I, basketballs like for an extended? Th- there was part of, of the mainline mission for him. It was for, just to get them. Yeah. 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 You were just collecting them, but like you could shoot the basketballs. No, I, I actually didn't. I didn't uh, necessarily. I didn't, I didn't stick around for that at that. Point. I actually jettisoned Chandlo onto the tree that the cinnamon snail was hanging out on, <laughs> and then I had to reload the area because I couldn't get to him. There were a couple of times that I had broken somewhere, and like a character just like was like off the map, and I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I can I bought this yeah. one reload. Yeah, I, I mean that's so. Maybe we can start with uh, some of the weapons or items. Like uh, the the way it's set up is that you are trying to go and collect all the grumpuses that have sort of left the town since Elizabeth left, and the mayor Philbo wants you to help collect them all back up to the center. He's not and really so, the mayor. That's like the joke of it. Is that yeah. he's like the self-proclaimed mayor of Snacksville or? Snacksburg? Snacksburg. 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 Uh, yeah, we're having parallels in this country right now. Um, but <laughs> I, I digress. Uh, you know, the uh, – but it, it always is sort of Video like – Video games aren't politics. 
<laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> it looked like he just had an aneurysm for a second, Joel. You just like stopped. Went, oh you, no! You, you know, I had, I had one of those moments I have with my kids when they say something that it just kind of blindsides me, <laughs> uh, and, and I just I need to pause and collect myself. But yeah, like the whole stretcher is. I mean, it's fairly open-ended to start with. You can go to a handful of sections around Budsburg. Is that what's called again? Snacksburg. Snacksburg. Uh, but you run into a Drumpus. They've got their own problem that they want help with. You go through a series of little missions that usually involved catching certain Budsnats and feeding it to them. And, and then eventually they'll agree to go back to town. And most of them will have sort of an item that you do with it. So you start off with the trap, right? Uh, and it's called Snack Tooth Island. Thank you. Uh, and the you use the camera to identify the bud snack. It gives you the sort of trail pattern that it goes in, uh, and then you sort of lay the trap and try to plan out the way to capture them. And like as you go on you did other stuff like a slingshot that you can shoot sauces at things and certain buds will have like certain lights for those sauces so yeah. that you can sort of lure them in the traps there was a springboard that let you like launch stuff there was grapple uh, like, like a, a hook like, yeah a hook shot. A, a hook shot kind of thing yeah or a trip wire and so like as you're going on along this game, you get to some pretty involved sequences where you're like using this ball that you can direct covered in sauce to try to lean this bud snack towards a launch platform to knock it out of where it's at and then get it disoriented so you can uh, capture it and, and all sorts of stuff like that. It's, it's a lot more involved than I expected it to be, but it's also kind of like haphazard because it's not like it's always a clean solution. Most of the most of those really harder ones that have a more involved way to catch them, like I would stumble my way into accomplishing it. And that, yeah. and it, you gotta you gotta imagine that not everything was a perfect. Like once you hit it, it automatically. Like I had a couple like fall off of the map or. You know, or the the aiming is just slightly hard. It's like that you don't get a really good depth of field. That kind of confuses. So it, it it's definitely not as precise as you as you would possibly want, but it, it's definitely not a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. You give it two more shots and you get it. Yeah, I'm not even sure if I care if it's all that precise. Like everything is so loose in the stain. The way you run isn't like. Uh, tight you know it's all loosey-doosey uh sort of interacting with stuff is kind of the same way like you said alex like you, you can run in situations where butt snats get like lost in the geometry of the level and kind of pop out later or there was a time where i got like stuck in between two or three rocks and i was sort of doing the whole jumping to try to get out of it for a minute before i finally got out but i, I think that's i think it works to its character in this game like it's something where it is all kind of loose and not all that serious and so it kind of adds to the hilarity with all the tools that you can use and kind of launch yourself you know there's a section where uh what was the cheating grumpus's name daddy the cheating what yeah the red one the red one that uh, wanted to scam everybody cromdo cromdo uh, you, you meet him and he has this bridge he's trying to uh, sell yeah. you right and like I was going through this, and eventually I was like, well, fuck this. And I, I got the the launch pad. I set the launch pad next to the bridge. I stood on the launch pad and launched myself across the barrier to try to land on the bridge. Uh, if you follow the sequence of events properly, what you'll find is once you buy the bridge that it crumbles. Yep. So I got to learn that before I actually completed Doesn't the work. mission. No, <laughs> but like it's that kind of jank that can create kind of funny situations out of it that I kind of appreciate. Yeah, and I, again, I definitely tried to do that a couple times, and I kept just getting annihilated by the jalapeno, the jalapeno, the the scorpion that is a jalapeno. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Those guys are dicks. <laughs> Which I do like but, also the fact that you you get set on fire, and mm-hmm. there's it, there's still no repercussions there's not anything that's gonna like you, you don't die in this game 
It, it's kind of a toe jam and earl because like it forces you to run around a whole bunch and you're seeing flames with your arm flailing like a uh, a muppet and it, it uh it is kind of funny, but also it ended up working well for a few of the bug snacks I needed to catch. Mm-hmm. So in that zone where some of the scorpions are, there are these little popcorn ones that you have yeah. to heat up and turn them into like fully popcorn. There's a few in the winter areas that they're frozen and you have to sort of thaw them out before you're able to catch them. And it kind of worked the same way with that. Uh, but that, that all adds into like, I'm pretty sure that's not the intended plan of how to catch them but you can kind of stumble your way into doing it and that's it is something i liked a lot about this now i'm not i, I you know i really like bug snacks i think people should play bug snacks especially considering that i like i loved octodad me and steve played it all through uh, uh fully on on stream it's it, you know fantastic these guys do really good work especially uh character work but um, I don't want to spoil any endings. So let's but. end it there. <laughs> you know what we should talk about? Oh, Bug Snacks boss battles. Because those were my favorite moments of the game by far. Okay. I only I only did one. Which you one did you did do? multiple? I did the flying pizza. I see, the, I uh, did the yep. watermelon. Okay. And the sushi. Okay. There's a sushi. Yep. So there are there are those are those are supposed to be like the the legendary Pokemon idea that they're like snacks mon snack mons <laughs> those uh i like the watermelon the watermelon was a lot of fun you did shoot the stalagmites and on, on its head yep until it pops and, and what was the pizza one the pizza one you were at a pyramid and then there were statues of uh grumpuses with pizza slicers and there are these kind of hot pocket things that you could stun That's exactly what they are and, and they're, they're basically like bombs, though. So, like, there's a platform that you should shoot it off at the pizza monster, and it would cause him to fall, and then you would use the statues to slice them up a few times. Oh, very cool. Yep. Yeah. So, like, they were, you're right, though. They were surprisingly, like, intricate, well-developed boss battles for, Getty, for what a was game the sushi? that... Yeah. The sushi, there was a giant, like sushi dragon that was swimming through the water and then he gets up into the air and he flies around and you have to use the tripwire to break apart the pieces of him yeah and then you have to catch those pieces so they don't join back with him that very one, cool that one was kind of a pain because he would throw stuff and it would like break the tripwire if you're standing too close to the tree so you'd have to run around and and hope that he didn't get to it before running into it there were a lot of snacks mm-hmm. i am sufficiently happy at the amount of snacking that occurred <laughs> did you guys notice the more butt snacks you catch the loading screen changes with how many of you caught and sort of change the pattern yep so many little good attention to detail stuff like that uh i still didn't get over how fun it was to feed the grumpuses and then sort of customize their their look uh based on what you feed them and then you can like use that tool that the scientist one gave you to sort of like metamorphize yeah (laughs) really customize them yeah into whatever one you want uh so like if you care about the sort of like silly makeup side of that too it does that really well too so here's Uh, a question did you guys were you guys monsters did you feed the sleepwalking guy did you? Because uh, you, uh, there's um the guy who who likes to have bug snacks as pets. Yeah, he uh, he sleepwalks, and you could feed him bug snacks uh, in his sleep. No, I I'm, did not. I'm not a monster. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. Well, and I was just wondering if any of you were monster people who were just like, I'm going to feed this guy when he's sleeping. It's like that's crappy. No, but no, seriously, that's... those bug snacks had some like body horror issues. The the ribipede, like. Giving mm. people a ribipede for a hand really <laughs> freaked me out. Oh, uh, the um, the conspiracy theorist Grumpus, he wanted Oreo teeth. Oh yeah, and that mm-hmm. made me very yep. uncomfortable. <laughs> very, very uncomfortable. Uh, well, I mean, again, bug snacks. Uh, I really like that game. So go get it right now. Go get if it if you haven't it's played really it. Cheap. Game of the year. 
Mm. Next. Mm, yeah. Next, <laughs> we played Tough Cookie. Tough Cookie is a 70s uh, funk-themed game based on kung fu and black exploitation films where you play an actress who is fighting ninjas and you kind of it's all filmed as a movie so there are cameras positioned and you have to move the fight and make it more action oriented by you know breaking chairs over people's heads and stuff like that and using special moves and moving in a position that you are in fact on camera and that's kind of the the trick of it is you are moving to try to remain on camera within you know what you see on this highlighted on the floor uh, uh joel what did you think of it do you guys remember the dame stuntman yes see i remember it reminded me of that jackie chan fighting game they had i didn't play that one you sure like, that wasn't a jet lee fighting game it might be <laughs> i'm looking it up now continue are you trying to say all asians look the same no i just this, remember she was not a, Asian. Jet, a jet lee game i don't remember a jackie chan one it was. I think it was just based mm. off of the one. What were you talking about, though? Mm. Mm. Uh, but some man, uh, y- you know, it it, it it kind of shared the same kind of mindset, though. It's like it's not really a racing game. It is a driving game where you're having having to complete the right sequence of events to solve like the the track. And, and this kind of felt similar-ish in that you had these different sequences of cameras. You didn't really have to like beat up the dies all that much you just needed to make sure you were keeping the action on the screen at the right camera points until the timer went out right yeah and, and so I, I really dug that actually it, it's a nice twist on the sort of 3d action beat up genre and uh having that sort of mini objective to the side and not worrying so much about clearing scenes uh was an interesting way to approach it uh I don't know about you guys, but uh, my hit detection was awful in this. <laughs> in, I think this that there is, there is there's there's work that could be done. There, you know, again, this is not officially out. This is a beta, right. so there is still a lot more work to be done. First off, Getty, Jackie Chan Stuntmaster PS One. Look it up. PS One mm-hmm. is that yep. the one that yeah. you were actually talking about? Yes. Okay. And stunt two master the 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 overworld quote-unquote overworld is you in the movie studio people are having snack people are doing outfits and makeup and all that stuff and that was very disorienting the camera maybe it was my it didn't work well with my system it wasn't optimized but the it was a very blurry camera movement there was trails it didn't it didn't it made me feel bad it's probably track lighting inside of the studio but once I was in the game and I was fighting in front of the camera, it was it was great. But in that overworld, it made me very, very... Yeah, I, I'm nauseous. sure the lighting of the had, cameras is better. I had some performance problems in anything other than the levels. So I, I do wonder how much of it is that, as opposed to like a style choice. Because my, my computer struggled mightily to, to run this thing outside of the individual levels. Like That's it, what it, I'm saying is that I think that it might be just not optimized, which is... yeah. Understandable. Yeah, it's, it's a beta. It, I mean, it's the same reason why I forget the hit, forgive the hit detection stuff because at this level, it's really more about like, do you like the proof of concept more so than like how clean or uh, release ready it is. So, did you play the I, second level? I tried to. That's the one where you set up the cameras yourself. And, and I then, thought that was an interesting, also you know, secondary concept to now you set up the cameras so you're picking where you're going to be fighting. Yeah, and yeah. you can set up the scene. I'm gonna throw. I, I I pointed at the DJ booth, so I took the the records off of the the turntables and we're hitting enemies with them. Mm-hmm. And that was. Really I'm cool. looking at this Jackie Chan game right now. Uh, this looks kind of fun. A little yeah. blocky. Milk is your life up item. Yes. All it's right. very wholesome. <laughs> Jackie Chan, you know those Got Milk ads that they used to have, like the person with like a milk mustache jackie chan was yeah. nice uh-huh. yep yep uh-huh. but that's just uh my thoughts on that i like that game jackie chan uh stunt master and i also thought <laughs> tough cookie had some good ideas i think that we need more new ideas we need to keep changing it up otherwise we're just doing the same thing over and over again and i think tough cookie does something different 
I hope this materializes into something more finished and concrete because I do like the idea of it a lot, and uh, I do like the look of it too. Like aesthetically, it was very bright, flashy. Uh, you know, it had all that style that you want out of the aesthetic they were going for. And uh, Kelly was very disappointed when she saw it and didn't realize it wasn't a dancing game. So, <laughs> so um, okay. with that, though, I, uh, the menus were also very cool in that brown, orange, 70s funk, the music. You had a little bit of the projector lines on it in the intro. Yep. There was a lot of stuff going on that I, I really liked. Uh, Getty, do you have any, any thoughts on Tough Cookie? You know, I really do appreciate, like you were saying, that it's something that's out of the box, something that we don't see very often. I I really didn't feel like I had too much problem with beating up the enemies. Obviously, it's going to have to get tightened up quite a bit, and uh, I really would like to be able to manipulate the objects a little bit more. Because, mm-hmm. like, the chair, you could kick the chair, and it would push it, but there was mm-hmm. no way to aim it, so you kind of, like, shot in the dark. Same with picking up items. Uh, when the character would do it, it felt very clunky. So, uh, if it's gonna hold some water here, hopefully they'll they'll make it a little bit better in those areas. Otherwise, I don't have anything negative to say. It's a work in progress. I definitely like the idea, especially that you got you time to... for another beat 'em up. Yeah, I think so. You you just make sure that you're in the camera frame, right? Yeah, yeah, and then you're good. Hell yeah. So, uh, Tough Cookie. I think that uh, it's got some promising ideas, and hopefully we get some more info and watch as that develops. But that was a Tough Cookie. Speaking of all these cookies, I could probably go for a Bug Snacks. I'll be right back. I'm no doctor, but I think it's time for a checkup. See, I was thinking in a much darker voice, in a deeper voice, and it just seemed... That makes it creepy, Alex. Yes! That's exactly (laughs) why I said you read it. Because I only would have made it creepy. It's time for the news, playing. This guy playing Jackie Chan got an A grade at the end of Chinatown Level 1. You're enjoying that Jackie Chan clip, huh? You're just watching somebody play it. (laughs) Good job, Double J. (laughs) He shouted this. He doesn't. He's not part of this podcast, Joel. <laughs> this video is from 2008. I'm not sure if it even exists anymore. <laughs> First piece of news Google Stadia is coming to iPhones in the coming weeks using the Safari browser as a workaround, the, a workaround the iOS App Store. Same thing with uh, Microsoft Game Pass. I don't know when that's coming, but Stadia apparently is also using the workaround. Yeah, Apple's being a dick. So not much more. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the the whole... Uh, I, I don't even know the justification on it other than, like, they don't want any other gaming platform to be on their devices other than the iOS store. Because um, I'm, I'm trying to think of... Didn't PlayStation have a remote play app at some point? Yes. I yeah. feel like they did. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like... It confuses me why this wouldn't be able to have the same standard applied, other than like they're wanting to just clamp down on potential competitors bleeding their way into their ecosystem. It's it's weird because I I still have like a Steam app, but I mean, you know, obviously they changed that the way it works there too. But yeah, it's. They're definitely changing. They're definitely fighting against something. But you know, I, I just think that they want. You know, obviously, I my opinion is everyone. Everyone wants money. Money. Everybody. Why? What do they need that money for? I don't know. We either. got all the butt snacks in the world. You don't need money to, to dive get into snacks. a pool full of coins. Yeah, Scrooge mm-hmm. McDuckett. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this next piece of news broke this morning. I O Interactive working on a James Bond game which 
Uh, it's probably fine. I mean, I just... <laughs> it's probably <laughs> it's probably fine, right? <laughs> Those sh- their shooting isn't... ain't great. Their shooting mechanics ain't great in any of their... Well, I guess Tomb Raider shooting was fine, right, Getty? Uh, but that was like old school... No, the IO. new Tomb Raiders. Wait, wait. With new Tomb Raider wasn't IO, Square. right? Square. Square. Okay, so you know what? I at least in Hitman, that shooting isn't great. So, we, do we think it's going to be an open-ended thing like Hitman? I kind of figure a James Bond game needs to be a little more directed. Oh, I I think that I think it's going to be more directed. But I'm also saying that based on the main game that I know them from, they need to figure out how to get make shooting feel good. Hmm. Hmm. Trying to think. Have you guys played any game besides Goldeneye for James Bond games? Uh, I mean, I know they exist. Like, I I know a lot of them exist. Yeah. I I remember that. I mean, the whole, like, objective stuff that they had with that was kind of not too involved. Uh, There was a uh, Mission Impossible game that I saw my cousin play one time. That seemed really involved. Like, they, they had all these crazy objectives, if I remember oh, right. Oh, yeah, no, dude. A uh, uh, couple... Th- yeah, the, the first off, the Mission Impossible game was damn near impossible. It was complicated as hell. Also, did you ever play the uh, the sup- like the super hard mode uh, GoldenEye? They had a lot of objectives. No, I, I barely scratched the surface of the original uh, playing stuff. Like, I, that was... Nintendo 64 was not in my uh, history of gaming. It was just something that I got glimpses of from family gatherings. So Through the window, outside of the house. <laughs> like I said, I I beat Ganon in Ocarina of a Time before I even got the chance to play through that game because it was just sitting there during a family gathering. So You should, you know, you should go back and like that should be like, "Oh, in the next couple months, I'm just going to try 64 games." Put it in. This one's crap. Toss it. Next one. This also is crap. <laughs> you ever play Wetrix? Yes, I've played Wetrix. That that's an interesting one. <laughs> like that that's one I wouldn't mind going back to. Again, I'm playing Paper Mario. It's kind of crap. Anyway. Now, uh the last piece of news, which will take a little bit longer, is the Game Awards uh started to uh well, they released all of their categories and uh games that are on these categories. I just kind of want to hit some of the ones that I found more interesting. Uh, let's go into... Oh, man, I probably should have picked something ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ongoing game. I know you guys don't care. Apex Legend, Destiny 2, Warzone, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. I think No Man's Sky is quite impressive. Apex Legend has been real good, though. Oh, here we go. There. Indie game. Carrion. Fall Guys, Hades, Spelunky 2, Spiritfarer. What are you guys' thoughts? So if if they don't give it to Hades, it's because they expect Hades to play higher up the chain. Like, out of those games, undoubtedly Hades is the best put-together thing. I like Spiritfarer. It's kind of paper-thin in what you're doing. Spelunky 2, I know there's a, a loyal fan base to that, and they seem happy with it, but... Uh, I can't call to that. Fallout, guys, was a neat flash in the pan, but I don't know how much staying power it had for me personally. And you guys played Tarion, right? Yeah. Yep. It's so. it's a good game, but it, it is very kind of straightforward for a lot of it. Alex doesn't like, like to use his imagination. I did, that's not a problem with Carrion. <laughs> I just thought it was very straightforward. Okay, uh, next debut indie game. Uh, Carrion Mortal Shell, which was a kind of Souls-like Raji, an ancient epic. There you go, Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roki, which I had not heard of, and Phasmophobia as an indie debut. Which everybody Phasm- else is playing except for us. Say that That's the new hotness, isn't it? Yep. Four-player online co-op psychological horror. Yeah, yeah that's Brock's why playing I'm not it. playing it. I just, that's why I'm not. Is it, is, it, is it out? I thought it was still in early yeah. access. Well, it is early access. Yeah, early access, but everybody's playing it, so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, RPG. We're RPG people. Uh, we Final are. Fantasy VII Remake. 
Genshin Impact. I've been meaning to get into that Genshin Impact. Uh, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Getty, I feel like you would like Yakuza Like a Dragon. Like a Dragon? Does Persona... You are a dragon. No, it's called Like a Dragon. Does get, Persona Getty, 5 Royal a- count as a new game? Yes. Mm-hmm. The amount of content, it's, it's pretty... It's Extra a lot. content. It's actually, Joel, it actually is a surprisingly large amount that I'm still every time shocked in. Sounds like DLC to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to play it? <laughs> yeah, Getty, I'll send it to you. No, I won't. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I'm uh, just waiting to have Alex uh, concede on the beat list so I can start playing it again. I will not concede. I'm winning. <laughs> you are? I'm winning. We, we're getting a recount. I have the you best added lawyers. seven games today? I saw that. You know, again, I you know that's fake news, and I feel like that's there's fraud numbers here. Fake we need to recount. News. Fraud Alex, numbers. I have the best Alex lawyers. The, with the finest hair dyeing product. I have the best the lawyers. Top notch. Uh, Getty, you would like Yakuza like a dragon. It is a Yakuza game, except for it is turn-paced RPG because the main character loves Dragon Quest. By name. They even give you a, a not Pokedex that lets you know about all of the different types of, uh, you know, hooligans you will fight in the streets. They have certain weaknesses to certain spells and the like. Did you look at the most anticipated games? We can do that. Is, is that a category? Yeah. Yep. Most That's anticipated games. Category. Here that's we a go. Stupid category. Can you read the last one to me? Because that's just Elden. lazy. Yeah, it is. Elden Ring, number one. <laughs> Halo Infinite. That game's never coming out. No. Horizon Forbidden West. That's cool. God of War sequel. Doesn't have a name. Exactly. Uh, Resident Evil Village and Breath of the Wild sequel. Just don't. Oh nope. Just don't put it on there if you don't know what I the know, name probably. of the game is. <laughs> that's Nintendo's fault. Like that. <laughs> Their, their one trailer it literally just didn't have a name it just at the end said the sequel to breath of the wild is currently in development Woo! i, I mean at least uh, at least metroid prime got an actual title card <laughs> i mean hades is in a lot of these two all these categories so i should probably make it around to playing that it's pretty good uh some would it's, say game of the year nope that's bug snacks no, no. <laughs> I, I like butt snacks, but uh, it, it's gonna stay on that island. Uh, Joel, fighting games for me and you: Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. That's Mortal Kombat again. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter Five Champion Edition again. Mortal Kombat again, or Street Fighter again. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. Uh, we didn't like that. It was only okay. Undernight in Birth and Undernight in Birth EXE Late CLR. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> why is this a category grand blue fantasy versus is the only one that's relatively uh, new uh the i hate awards you don't want to uh, talk about the content creator of the year well there's there's such a stretch for all of these like there's not enough games that come out or they don't what about best esports coach you got any opinions on that give me a hot take uh Who's your i favorite? like how they all have their Zephyr? Like names, their show Krusty? names. Go- Golden Boy. I like Zonic. <laughs> you want Zonic? I know you got Zonic. That's your man. Ah, uh, uh, let's see. Crusty. Man. man, that's a unfortunate name. Crusty. Yeah, you don't. You ain't want to be crusty. Um, game of the year. Uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons. That's probably yours, Joel. I assume. Uh, Doom Eternal. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. Hmm. I probably had the most fun with Animal Crossing so far, but I also, I doubt a game like that would win this. Um, but it will it win in your heart? His heart mm. of hearts. Hmm. I don't know. I I've got some time left to get through Final Fantasy VII Remake, and there's lots of things I liked about it. Um, the the longer I play it, there are certain things that kind of drag on me about it. But uh, I don't know. I, th- there hasn't 
been too much standout stuff really that stuck with me this year um animal crossing was kind of a flash in the pan at the start i've kind of dropped off on it um hades i've enjoyed but i haven't delved into it like you have arona uh, the indie stuff has been what's sort of like been my bread and butter so like that's what makes it kind of tough to even critique much of these and uh game of the year titles chosen because it's like well I mean, I don't know. Is, is Paper Mario anywhere on here? Nope. I, uh, I didn't see it that. It was in Family Game of the Year. Was it? Yes. I didn't scroll down far enough. Yeah. Like that. To me, that should yeah. have been an RPG. Um, it that that's one critique I have. But kinda is. Yeah, it's cl- it's close enough. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it kinda is. That's something like it kinda is. Kinda, yeah. I could see it maybe a little, a little bit. If we're honest, any game is a role-playing game because you're taking on the role of a character in your game. Unpopular opinion. I'm not against it. So, uh, with that, uh, we are preparing our own Game of the Year lists uh, as well as our Friends of the Podcast. So, I just wanted to shout out Friends of the Podcast. They're due by December. December what? December 1st. So, it in reality, your beat list is, <laughs> what, 11 days away from extinction? Well, no, the beat list is the beat list. I don't know. Does, I your, beat list, list. does your beat list have games that came out this year or last year? Uh, yours definitely has last, uh, like, decade. <laughs> I know, and so does yours, and that's fine, Getty. That's fine. I thought it the was to list keep track list. of the games we beat this year. There's a recount, Getty, happening right now. All right. Georgia and in Philadelphia. I got the lawyers. We're going after them. We're getting it done. I will. I won the beat list. I will not concede. But I will concede to a break. Back with the backlog blog, where we play games just for the street cred. That sweet, sweet street cred. Uh, we're going triple feature this week, just because I started yelling at everybody and saying, "What games have you been playing? What games? Tell me what games." Are you Andre now? No. <laughs> no. Actually, I don't think he's ever yelled at anybody like that. No, I've, I, but <laughs> I'm constantly yelling. What have you played? Or and I'm just constantly would you bring yelling. to us, and then Alex. What yeah. the hell? What the hell? Where's the content? What are you doing? What Where are you guys doing? <laughs> okay, so I played Observer Redux, which is actually a newer game, but Observer uh, came out 2017. So uh, this is a re-release with ray tracing. Uh, my computer almost died. Start freaking out, but so it can handle it, just not well. No, no, it cannot. Oh. Well. But, all right, so Observer is a cyberpunk first-person kind of action, you know, like a, I'm trying to think of action games. What, or not action, adventure games, where you interact with the environment, you find pieces of clues to a puzzle. Uh, it starts, it, we're in a cyberpunk world where people are fusing their bodies with machine. So I have, as a character, I'm a detective uh, called an Observer, and I have two different uh, scanners. I have one that shows biological materials and one that gives me details about uh, electromagnetic stuff, electronics, and the like. I get a call from my son, who is estranged, saying he needs help. And I go to an apartment complex and I find out he's dead. And now I've got to figure it out. Bum, and, that's, bum. and that's Observer. It's, you know, again, with the, with the cyberpunk style to it, meaning everything looks like kind of trash mixed with what looks like the walls are f- covered in organs but no they're just yeah, Ethernet we've cables. all seen blade runner yes we've all seen blade runner and uh mm. it's a it's a pretty fun game i i like that world i like that, that you go and try to find all these clues and you know you use your scanner to figure it, it reminds me like you know the the in the most 
reductivist way Batman where you use your detective vision. It, sure. That kind of thing. But in in that world, you're figuring it all out and kind of going to f- put the clues together to move on to the next step. And it's very straightforward. It's It's pretty linear. But with Redux, they added just a couple other... You interact with a neighbor. You knock on the door. There's a conversation with you know dialogue choices, and you could get more information, and eventually it's two side storylines that just kind of happen along with the main storyline. So uh, Observer Redux kind of adds that extra layer to it. And then, um, of course, you have the ability to jack in with your, I think it's called a Dreamweaver, which is a cable from your head that you could just plug into other people's heads, and you could see their nightmares. And that's where the real body horror happens and where things get real like creepy and psychedelic and just, you know, that you have to do uh, where you, the, those scenes where you're not allowed to let, you know how you can't attack, but if an enemy, mm-hmm. you know, sees you, it's automatic game over. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So you those love those. The <laughs> there was a, what was it? Soma that Soma. Steve and I played. And once yep. the monsters would see you, they'd chase after you. And, uh, you couldn't do anything about it. No. But it was just that sense of knowing that something terrible is going to happen if you don't know which mm-hmm. direction to run. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And this this has those moments too where you're you're just trying to avoid everything in this you know, psychological nightmare where there's all these different visions and Things are real creepy. Uh, also, got to say, this uh, star, the voice acting, it uh, late Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer. Uh, he passed in July of 2019. So uh, it was kind of interesting. They had a whole, they had a secret. If you searched a certain area, you would find uh, a little, like, shrine to Rutger Hauer. As, like, you know, an RIP. What has he been then? That's not a name I'm familiar with. Uh, let's see, Rutger Hauer. He's in all of the things that you love. You just don't know it. Uh, Blade Runner. Uh, okay, he's one of the uh, like background characters for a lot of stuff that you don't like. You remember visually seeing them, but they're not in big roles. Is that the kind of like character actor? He's a character actor. Yes. Okay. He was in the original Buffy. Gotcha. Like the movie. And Blade Runner is a good movie. I've never seen that before. I recently watched both of them. Uh, they're very good films. They very, okay. they they stand up. They hold up. So they better. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, Observer is a fun story that I, I, you know, witnessing as you just progress through the different clues and everything like that. I felt like I understood the world a lot, and I could see a, more games in the universe that they built. Like so, they already expanded the world enough that if you put another character and gave it Observer whatever other subtitled i feel mm-hmm. like i would be like okay that's that's something i want to be part of i want to see more of it i want to see that world and those characters uh so that was uh, observer redux now joel you played odd world new and tasty i sure did uh what's your guys's experience with this series i played the original on ps1 loved it I played a little bit of the first one, but never really picked it up after that. Okay, so my my experience is none. It's been one of those games that I've seen a handful of times, you know, throughout the years, and just sort of like wrote it off as, oh, let's kind of earthworm Jimmy. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm in the mood for something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I did try it out as it came on Switch uh, this past month. It. Uh, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but it's it's a very it's a very slow feeling uh, 2D platformer, but it's less about the platforming as much as it is about sort of puzzle solving and uh, getting through sort of like a series of events to move on to the next like sequence. But the premise is that uh, Abe is this creature that's kind of like fish humanoid like almost looking. Uh, he is working in a factory that makes like different snacks made out of different other creatures. He then yeah. uh, finds out that, oh, well, this one snack's being discontinued, and the new snack is going to be made out of his race, which are like all the workers in the, the factory. 
Which is weird so, that each of those products have blatantly this is the animal you're eating on the label. Right, right. It's very, very straightforward. Yeah, that's what just we like, do for the most part. You know, you ain't lying. <laughs> uh, but, I, yeah, it's, uh, you, you know, it, it's an interesting premise. I, I, it's nothing new, really. But the whole gameplay conceit, though, is that, again, you're going 2D side-scrolling. You have these sort of sentry monster things that are like the the guards that will shoot you on sight or chase after you. And then there are these other people that are your race that are also slaves that you can try to find an escape for them. So there are these different portals in the world. And especially inside the factory, you see different creatures of your race. And you can sort of send verbal commands like, follow me, stop, uh, stuff like that. And it's kind of like... You know, it kind of reminds me of sort of like Lemmings a little bit, where <laughs> yeah. you're you're having to sort of like direct these things and then get them around hazards and get them to the end goal, which in this case are these portals that you can open up. Uh, the portals also act as well a portal, so like you're you're going through these areas and you can open up and jump through the portals yourself, and it'll take you to different places, uh, and you'll have different challenges there too. Usually, they're kind of one-off things to try to free more of the Madukins. Uh, Madukins. Okay, I. I really you know like. I really like this game as a as a kid. So this <laughs> is one of those. Um, when the PlayStation came out, it started doing those. You know the character action adventure games. Mm. You know you gotta you gotta have your mascots. You gotta have your mascots. Yeah. That's where you know Crash Bandicoot came from, and that's where Spyro and the you know the skeleton from Medieval Gex. You remember Gex? Gex is cool. Sure do. Well, Abe was one of those, and I I was always fascinated with the way. That, so he would he would he would do his like his meditation praying that would open the portals. Yeah. I still have that sound effect in my brain, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. I remember the the squishy sound. You can you because they're like lemmings. You could have them run right into a like a buzzsaw blade and have them all die. It would squish right. in a really wet sound. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I kind of mm-hmm. yeah. I I remember kind of a lot about this game. It it's it it was very difficult. It it is very challenging in spots. Uh, there are these places where I forget what the creatures are called, but they're rideable mount creatures, mm-hmm. and the sequence is literally just like running and jumping from platform to platform to platform while also avoiding different explosions and stuff, and. The precision you need is too much for how unprecise some of the jumping is in those kind of sequences. And, and so there's like a, a half a second kind of delay between when you drop on a spot and when you need to hit the button again to be able to successfully launch yourself over to the next spot. And it's one of those things where like it is very two D plat old 2D platformer where it doesn't feel natural, but you sort of learn the quirks of it. Kind of okay. like, uh, kind of like in like Super Ghouls and Ghosts, you get used to the sort of like trajectory that you naturally go in. Uh, shut up, Daddy. It's a tough game. <laughs> it's a good game. Fight me. Uh, I don't like that the. Game. <laughs> but, I'm not good at it, so. Uh, it's it's tough. It's tough, and I don't blame anybody for not liking it. It's, it's an acquired taste. Um, but, that, I mean, then you get to those parts where it's like the temples, right? And uh, you're using that prey motion a lot to open up stuff. Uh, you're going through these sections where you have to do like the Dame of Simon says with different uh, whistling and fart sounds <laughs> that you do on command. That's the thing that's very PlayStation One minded. Yeah, <laughs> the the fart on command, which uh, my kids were delighted at, and it, it sort of all lumps together into this very interesting, very challenging game. But I, I was I was compelled to keep going forward, and you know the way it's broken up, you can sort of like stop when you want and not feel like you're losing much progress. Um, visually, I'll say like compared to the original, this game looks great. Yeah, like I I, uh, I popped on the PlayStation One version just to give it a look, 
and they did some good work on this. It, now, it doesn't look like AAA or anything, but uh, they definitely polished it up. It you know they cleaned up the visuals. It's not jaggy or uh, anything like that. Uh, more diverse color palette. It, it looks good. The one thing I was going to say is that I found that I, I played it and, uh, and beat it a long time ago. But I, at one point, was, I, I just, if something I got in my head, I'm like, I'm going to go back to this game. And I have my PlayStation still, so I went back to that game. And I said, I'm going to 100% get every single Madukin. And those are so circumstantial in mm-hmm. the ways that you have to do it. To the point that, like, there are, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, Flashback. You ever play Flashback? Where you, like, that old pixel shady game where your, your character moves left and right very platformy but or like the original mm. prince of persia that it was 2d yeah oh, okay I remember that yeah so that's kind of how they, that's how i felt about odd world and so like first level the first platform if you hit down there's like a hidden platform that he will climb down but i'm like how did i how would anybody ever it just, yeah, it's just one of those games that it's like, oh, yeah, you have to, you know, we were talking about Comic Zone. You just have to do it enough times that you will find all the secrets and do all the extra stuff. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you, you're never really going to know unless you're just, like, tapping on every door and doing every little thing. Strategy guides, man. Yep. <laughs> no, that's what I was doing. That's you what know, I was that... doing, and that's how I got it. But it just seemed so... I, I just... It blew my mind that I'm like, I never would have been able to do this as a kid. Right, I'm I'm of the mind that like some of the stuff feels like it was feeding into the need for a strategy guide. Like there's symbiosis between uh, people who made strategy guides and people who made these games. But uh, yeah, it's you know what, Oddworld New and Tasty I think was a PlayStation Plus game at some point. Was it? See, so it's on my PlayStation Plus queue somewhere. So like, if you're curious about it, I think it's out there. You know, mm. It's probably worth just checking out to see how it compares to your childhood. You know, I you know you're you're only making you're only making me want to do some more. Getty, quick, <laughs> hit me with little nightmares. Quick, tell me about little nightmares. I don't know. Quick, I can do long and drawn out. Do it. You like that? You're right at home yeah. here. Yeah. No. I- <laughs> Not going to do that. <laughs> so uh, I I actually saw that Little Nightmares two is going to be may or they're already making it and it's uh, slated for release probably sometime next year. So uh, during during Halloween, uh, PlayStation had its sale. I picked it up for like five bucks just to see Good. what it was all about, and it follows uh, follows this little kid in a yellow raincoat well you kind of assume it's a kid but it's uh, uh how, how does alex likes to just describe it like a walking simulator so mm. you go from room to room you're trying to escape uh and as you make your way there's different puzzles that you have to interact with and all of it is to the the backdrop of a rundown disgusting uh, cruise ship where, but you are also very tiny in the cruise ship. Yeah, well, you're. That's why I said you're. You're a child or a little kid. Or what I'm saying is, it, it seems like you're crawling through like mouse holes. Uh, in some cases, you are. So it, it it progresses, and you see some of the horrors, some of the the adults, I would call them, that are on this cruise ship with you, and they're pretty horrifying. Uh, think. Uh, uh, there's there's one that has like these gigantically long stretchy arms and it'll like reach under the bed and try and grab you because as you're going through like there's different locales uh one of them's like a nursery that you're in uh, you eventually go to the kitchen i thought i found the kitchen was pretty uh, gruesome because it becomes apparent that your race or your species or whatever it is the these adults are using you as food so if they catch you, it, it's implied that you gonna get eat, eated. The, the adults in here looked like the humans from uh, Wally. 
just like over bloated. Uh, Some of them, yeah. <laughs> sacks. Uh, Do you ever yeah. find out what happened? I, I mean, I don't. I guess this is an older game, so we could talk like. I mean, you don't have to here. tell me. You don't have to tell me the ending. I'm just asking. Do you find out? Not explicitly. Why? Uh, as you go further in, like you, there's, there's some secrets. There's some hidden stuff. Uh, actually, Alex was around when I started playing this because we were just hanging out on. Was it Halloween or was it like the weekend before Halloween? It was. If not, it was very close. It was either like the thirtieth or yeah, but uh, we were tooling around with it. Some of the some of the things that you have to do aren't uh, very clear. I think we made it like three rooms in, and then we couldn't figure out how to go any further. It's because yeah, we got stuck. You can manipulate items in the environment, but you have to like figure out what you can do. So one of the the mm-hmm. things that caught us was you can physically like remove a board from a vent, and we hadn't even thought to do that. Uh, you're yeah. very limited in what you're able to yeah. do, though. You get like a a jump, you get a grab, and that's really it. It's just go try and survive. Does it give you any button prompts when you find an interactable item, or no? It does not. So Ooh. it's it's uh, I feel like there's definitely a lot that I missed in the playthrough that I did, and there's a very good chance that I'll go back one of these days to try it again, probably closer to the release of the second one. But they open it up pretty well for a sequel. So. I feel like I'm glad that I played it now instead of when it was released because I would have been like, oh, I need to know what happens now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the gameplay I'm looking at right now, it's reminiscent of something like Insider Limbo where it's sort of a, a moody atmosphere. You're doing puzzle platforming. There's some chase sequences. Yep. But it, it definitely is more dynamic looking has a little bit more color and i i like the way this looks yeah it, it i think that you can scope it out price is like i said i got it for five bucks i think that's a perfect price for it and it's hmm. it's not gonna overstay its welcome uh it plays pretty quickly so i think two three hours was how long it took me to make it through the whole thing and you know i let when i play i like to try and like find secrets i I try and go and explore the different areas as they become available so Mm -hmm. i don't feel like i tried to mainline it by any means um but there's i'm i'm sure that there's a lot that i missed okay and that was uh little nightmares For now, uh, maybe someday, Getty will read that Necromancer book. Neuromancer? I did. Neuromancer. I keep trying to get... uh, We're going to get Joel to watch Blade Runner, and you're going to read Neuromancer. There you go. That's that's our next video game homework. That way... (laughs) Blade Runner. uh, That way when I... I'd be happy you got to to watch two movies. I gotta read a book. <laughs> wait, wait, two movies. Yeah, there's two of them. What? Two Blade Runners. Yeah, yeah. They're both okay. really good. They're both very good. Except but for, for Dave now, Batista. Let's... Yeah, Dave Batista. Uh, let's move on to one last thing. One last thing. Where we give one last sentence, one last statement, moving us into the weekend, and you, the listener, to the weekday. For me, I am hunkering down and doing some work. Playing the Oberdin. I am insurance adjusting. I am getting all up in that insurance game. I gotta make sure people are getting what they're supposed to be getting. I got a notebook. Let's go. Joel? I got nothing this week. <laughs> I, I I am a, a blank slate here. I, I've just been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, dabbling a little bit in uh, Disto Elysium, and uh, trying to plot out when I'm going to go back and finish uh, Paper Mario. 
Getty? Joel had nothing this week. Correct. That's accurate. That's really harsh in my vibe. <laughs> this Getty. is where you picked up the slack. All right. You're going to be spending I, all weekend dancing with your dog, Getty. I finished Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE Encore. And Knuckles. No, no Knuckles. Funky Con mode included. The last chapter is called Fire Emblem. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) They were just like, all right, we did everything we could to make it as, like, here's a whole bunch of Fire Emblem stuff so that it's, like, hinting at it. Last chapter, just Fire Emblem. Like, all right, I guess guess we gave up. Uh, So we got to do now. I don't know, man. And that will be it. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at SuperGGRadio and Twitch.tv slash SuperGGRadio where uh, we are streaming Mining Mondays, Super Speed Sundays, 2D Tuesdays. Joel, 2D Tuesdays? Well, it was Bud Snacks Tuesday last week. It's Bud Snacks. Okay, and uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays are currently open, but we are still going, I think we're doing Witcher Fridays, Kingdom Hearts Saturdays. I might do some frog fractions. I it, I don't want to hold myself to anything right now. Uh, but also, Extra Life. The segments for Extra Life are being uploaded to YouTube as we speak. It's taking a long, a long time for me to edit all of that down and then upload them all. But that's fine. And if you would like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com and provide a review on iTunes or the ghost of Stadia's past of your choice. (laughs) Thanks for listening. GG, Joel. Good game. GG, Getty. Good game. Good night, everybody.